Welcome to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers. We're so happy you're joining us now. And you know, between myself, Dr. Ellen Nadler, and, and my co-host, Dr. Kathy Greenberg, we have helped thousands of leaders and executives to perform in the top 10%. And this show, we're following up on our research in our book, Emotional Brilliance, Living a Fearless Life. We all have emotions all day long, and how many of us know how and what to do with them? So we want to take a deeper dive into emotions. Why? Because it really influences our decisions. It influences our communication. It influences our relationships. And in this show, we want to be able to explore emotional brilliance, why it's important, what it is, and hands-on strategies to be fluent and also brilliant in our emotions. We have interviewed hundreds of leaders in our show here, Leadership Development News, really over the the last uh, 13 years have millions of downloads of our shows across 27 countries, 125 cities. So we want to focus a little bit more on our upcoming book. We'll have other people that we want to bring and interview about emotions. We typically have a set of questions that we'll follow up. But on this one, you'll hear both from Kathy and I about um, our experience. Let me tell you a little bit about Kathy, and then we'll bring her on. And if you've been following our show, you are very familiar with Dr. Kathy Greenberg. She has been leading executives and entire companies on her proven work-life strategies based on positive psychology and the science of courage. Kathy has been named the First Lady of Happiness and now the First Lady of Fearless Living by ABC TV. She touches millions as an in-demand speaker, TV, radio, and media personality. She has founded four different consultancies and three leadership institutes, and Kathy actively supports behavioral research, friendly tips, and tools. One of her latest books, the number one selling book, is based on her work with special operations, sports athletes, and global executives called Fearless Leaders, Sharpen Your Focus. And you can get it on Amazon. You can visit her and her team of working warriors and special operation coaches at www.fearlessleadersquiz.com. And there is a uh, quiz you can take on that site. And Kathy also has an iPhone app that you can get called Your Happiness Now. Then you'll see her glowing face and and hear some of the expertise that will come from her. So, Kathy, welcome. Thanks, Relly. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm very excited about today's show. I think sharing our upcoming book uh, with our audience is going to hopefully help them think about their lives in a different way, think about how they use emotions, and get them ready for a powerful introduction to how they can have a better life and live absolutely fearlessly because, as we know, when we use our talents and our strengths and our experiences appropriately and we leverage them, we become 
absolutely fearless in our ability to achieve our goals. And that just is such, uh, and I just want to say an, an amazing experience, but it's also a very, um, like, it's empowering, right? It, it yeah. gives everybody an opportunity to be the best they can be with very little effort. It's really about awareness. So yeah. today's show is going to be uh, just another um, chapter, if you will, uh, in helping everyone be their best and uh, hopefully we'll be growing with them as we share. So um, as we get into today's show, I just want to make sure that everybody knows who my favorite co-host is, and that is Dr. Riley Nadler. He is a master level certified executive coach a psychologist, he's a corporate leadership uh, and team trainer, and uh, as you all know, Dr. Relly Nadler brings his legendary expertise in emotional intelligence to all of his keynotes, consulting, coaching, and of course, development programs. He's the author of six books, including a new book called Physician Burnout, and uh, he's been actually traveling quite extensively helping individuals uh, in the medical field to create uh, a better awareness about themselves so that they can help those of us who are coming through their medical system. Relly's top-ranked book, Leading with Emotional Intelligence, provides hundreds of tools and strategies to develop star performers across industries. And his Leadership Keys field guide is available on Amazon as a book and an ebook. And you can get his free iApp, Leadership Keys, with lots of great videos. Um, you can find it at your app store. So just go look for Leadership Keys Field Guide. And um, like I said, it's a free iApp. He has a popular blog on psychology today with over 215,000 reads and is a keynote speaker on emotional intelligence, executive coaching, and peak performance. You can measure your EQ and get free resources from his EI Central site. So write this down, make a note. Text EI Central, E-I-C-E-N-T-R-A-L to 38470. Let me say that again. You want to get great free resources from Relly's site called EI Central. So make a note. Text EI Central to 38470 or visit him at drrellynadler.com. That's D-R-R-E-L-L-Y-N-A-D-L-E-R.com, drrellynadler.com. So here we are, Relly, another exciting chapter yes. in our book. Um, maybe we should just start off by explaining why we want to write this book and how we've been using emotional intelligence yeah. and um, social awareness, social and emotional awareness um, over the last decade. Well, both of us, you know, have been using that with our um, consulting clients, and that's why I want to, you know, pick your brain about some of the things you're seeing around emotions. I'll share some of, of mine, but both of us are, you know, certified in the emotional quotient inventory along with other um, emotional intelligence surveys, and you and bring that to the consulting clients that we deal with. One of the things I wanted to, sh- to share, kind of, Kathy, is why are we talking about this as us? working with leaders day in and day out, organizations day in and day out. The leader is the emotional thermostat for 
their team, for their organization. And the more aware they are of what's going on with them, the more they can kind of read the environment and be strategic about which emotions that they're accentuating and focusing on, the better their team's going to be. And so if the leader is calm, cool, collected, collect, is even in times of stress, that gets uh, promoted to everybody else. They're going to feel calm. One of the things I like to say, Kathy, in uh, organizations, and you have this similar background, from anthropology, we know um, studying animals that the alpha male or the alpha female of the animal sits outside the herd. And when anthropologists have kind of studied this, every, all the animals in the herd look at the alpha male, alpha female, and say, do you see anything out there? Because they're looking out, you know, is there any predators? Are we safe? Are we okay? And they look at that alpha male, female, you know, as much as 17 times as a minute. In an organization, they're looking at whatever the chaos is, they're looking at their leader. Are we safe? Are you freaked out about this? Are we okay? Do we have a strategy? And so that's why this whole idea of emotions are contagious and why we have really this deep dive about emotional brilliance. So one of the things, that's, Kathy, I wanted to just say... I was going to say, what, really, it, that, that, that's a great analogy um, to use, you know, having, as you know, worked uh, with right. primates for... 10 years before I worked with a human being. <laughs> and uh-huh. It's interesting that we can make that emotional connection, right? So they have that emotional connection. You're talking about as much as 17 times, you know, in a short period of time to look yeah. for comfort, to look for uh, safety, to yeah. look for the flexibility that you might need to move quickly, um, to take your loved ones with you, to... Um, perhaps even uh, go into a food, an area where a food source, you know, may be high risk. Mm-hmm. So it, it is uh, not uncommon, as you know, in corporate America or in an, you know, in a hospital where you've been working to have people look for that kind of emotional sustainability mm-hmm. as part of the foundation on which they will make decisions they will take action, and they will create an environment for productivity. Yes. Well, you had a, a, a good experience uh, in the animal kingdom and a huge experience with humans. And let me just share one of kind of just a working definition of emotional brilliance that you and I are both playing with, and then we can kind of go more into this. Um, so what is it? So one way to look at it, but it's about the ability to master the moment. So everything's happening in the moment by using emotional intelligence strengths or emotional competencies and strategies so that in the moment you have the best response to the current situation. Maybe it's communication. Maybe it's a decision. Maybe it's a judgment. And it's made up of some of your self-awareness about inputs about yourself and then also about others and the situation. So in that moment... um, bringing in all those resources so that you really have a great output of result. And so what we're trying to do, you know, today and moving forward is how do we help our readers, listeners expand, improve, and select just the best emotional competency that will help them in that moment. And that's why this whole idea... Well, I love that. I love that. Let me just, 
I'm yes, going to repeat I'm, back what you said and make sure that I heard it, but I'm just trying to give us a little one-second elevator speech, and that is um, the ability to respond in the moment, best ability to respond. Yeah. Giving, you know, giving the situation, this is where all this comes in around the emotional intelligence and, and zeroing in. What do you know about yourself? What do you know about others? What does the situation demand? And almost being able to select the right emotional response so that it, it's the perfect response, you know, that comes out to match that situation. Well, and most people would say, well, that's easy. But in the moment... You don't right. know exactly where you will be. You could be in a moment of anger or overwhelm or sadness. Yeah. And to take the complex set of feelings that are coming through your body and possibly through your spinal cord into readiness for escape, readiness for uh, releasing that tension through tears or even possible violence um, is so important for us to understand. So being emotionally brilliant takes a lot of understanding, takes a lot of recognition of yourself and how you will respond in conditions that you can't control. So don't go away. We'll be right back. You're listening to Leadership Development News with Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Dr. Riley Nadler on their new book, Emotional Brilliance, Living a Fearless Life. Come right back. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better what do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately how do you delegate effectively how do you develop strong relationships across the organization emotional intelligence training coaching books and tools by dr nadler are available at his website www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066 Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. 
Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. Profiles and practices of the top performers. Kathy and I now are delving more into emotional brilliance. We gave you a little brief definition. We're researching this now uh, later on we'll have other people on our show like we normally do and and try to ask them questions about what do they learn most about emotions how do they manage emotions but given Kathy you and I are in organizations you know every day from healthcare to military to finance um, to agriculture um, I just want to ask you and then I'll give you some my uh, input so what emotions are you noticing most with your, you know, consulting and coaching clients? Is there some kind of themes that you see? Because, you know, things are changing so quickly. What, what are you noticing? What kind of emotions do they present the most? Yeah, that, that's, um, wow, that's a, a question that, you know, I, I, I've been thinking about since you said it. And relative to different populations, so just give me a second, and I want to put it into perspective. So my coaching clients range from pharmaceuticals, logistics, and um, entertainment Uh to military, law enforcement, and at the tip of the spear, those special forces and special operators. And what I see a lot of, uh, is this need for toughness. Uh, this whole idea of um, of grit and just being able to withstand a lot of, um, shall we call it, chaos or, or live in that VUCA environment, the volatile, right. uncertain, chaotic, ambiguous, V-U-C-A yeah. environment. And so what it does is it creates this constant undercurrent of avoiding vulnerability, of, uh, of being tough, of, of knowing your identity, of a feeling of belonging. Uh, you're part of a special team. You have to behave in a certain way. So there's this constant emotion that I see of having to be tough 
and not allowing yourself to be vulnerable, which cuts mm. off an entire range of emotions yeah, in the workplace. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, I so, can imagine that you know, that's really challenging because we know when you kind of cut off one emotion, it's not like you can pick and choose, you know, then all the emotions get muted. Oh, so, not only that, but they become artificial, especially in an environment where you, uh, for example, in law enforcement, you're wearing a video cam now. Right. So everything you're doing is being recorded, and every interaction you have with another person is being um, literally mapped in time uh-huh. so that if something between you and this person called the citizen yeah. uh, is somehow taken into a court of law for whatever reason, you have to go by what the video has captured. And that just makes you vulnerable by the very nature of using something like a a video camera. So So, so very, very unfortunate circumstances, right? Yeah, I'm curious, Kath, what are you noticing? Like, how does that impacting them? Are, are they constantly censoring themselves and, and the emotion yes. and experience, you know, or, or do they kind of just end up getting used to it? It's more natural given that everything's getting videotaped. Well, for those who have great emotional intelligence and are in the right job, in the right role, because they have the temperament for it, yeah, it's easy breezy, right? And there are a lot of people in the military and law enforcement uh, or in, you know, uh, corporate America who have that wonderful, humane temperament. Mm -hmm. But there's always a subset of individuals who don't have the right, we'll call it emotional intelligence makeup or, if you will, social intelligence to be able to interact appropriately with others under all conditions. You know, when conditions are optimal, it's easy for any of us to be our best. Right. When we are challenged by a situation that is high risk, whether you're pulling somebody over uh, because they're drunk driving or you're trying to, uh, you know, clear a house because somebody has reported... Um, you know, violence of some kind, whether it's domestic or foreign, you are now in an environment that's highly threatening, just like you would be in an ER environment where you're trying to save lives, right? Right. Your ability to stay calm in the moment so that you can rationalize, think clearly, Mm -hmm. and make accurate decisions now becomes critical. So those who do that and do it well will continue to do that whether they're on camera or not. Those mm-hmm. that do not do that well and who can get, excuse the expression, hijacked by their emotions right. or by the conditions in which they're operating, they're going to be at risk. And so that camera um, can make their, if you will, temperament um, be skewed. It could be capturing things when they're getting hijacked. And as a result, it could mean the end of that person's career. So lots of little key, um, if you will, underpinnings uh, in the use of equipment like that. Well, this is what's so fascinating about what you bring um, to our work together is, you know, 
we've done some stuff together with military um, in law enforcement, but you've done so much. And so when you try to capture those those moments, and, and this is why emotional intelligence, or sometimes we've called it kind of this strategic intelligence with them, you know, what do they know about themselves? What do they know about the situation? To just have the right um, response. It's kind of funny, Kathy. I think about the... Uh, the uh, Three Little Bears, you know, where the portrait was just the right uh, temperature. <laughs> and so kind of the idea of how do we get just the right response that will fit that situation. And what I've noticed in my work is it's a little different, but I think the emotions may be similar. Most people that I'm coaching with in organizations, they're on overwhelm almost all the time. There's just, it's the fire hose aspects of so much is coming in that they're constantly feeling um, incompetent. They can't keep up. It's almost like, you know, chasing all, getting the projects done, they're behind on everything, and then more is coming in. And so that sense of being overwhelmed, and it's kind of the idea that you were saying about feeling vulnerable, I can't keep up. I can't keep doing this. And and working more doesn't always, uh, isn't the answer. And I'm sure you see this. A lot of what we talk about is around managing themselves, managing time, being smart, not just putting more time into, but really having smart responses. So I think one of the main emotions that I'm seeing, folks, is keeping up and that fear of failing. You know, what's going to happen? What's my performance? Uh, How am I going to be evaluated on that? You know, it's interesting as you're talking. Pardon me. I'm thinking... So we have two communities that are possibly polar opposite. So just stick with me for a second because okay. the person um, who's listening right now is listening for where they fit, and that's yeah. exactly what we want. So let's say we have the community that I work with, by and large, outside of industry, in government, federal agencies, and uh, national law enforcement and special forces and special operations. Now, those individuals the emotion with which they have to do their job can be very extreme. And they have to be able to work under very extreme conditions. So their concern for toughness and being able to sustain themselves, keep their calm, keep their wits, and make good, accurate decisions in the moment... So if we use our definition, using emotional, the appropriate emotional response in the moment becomes the key on which everything after that emotional response will depend. Okay, so put that in one basket. So that toughness, and think about this yourself as you're listening out there, that toughness allows you to evade your emotions. It allows you to literally think about what it is you need to do, but without the practical behavioral feelings that you have as a human being. That is very hard. Uh It is very hard not to behave and react emotionally. Right? Right? Now, think about the other 
cadre of individuals that we're talking about. These are the people who are working in an office environment with organizational structure where individuals have a responsibility for making a product or delivering a service and without the constant goal maintenance and milestones and leadership, they are really trapped in many ways and they can be doing the same job over and over and over uh, without any direction in a lot of instances, you and I both know, some people don't even get an annual review, let alone a quarterly review, right. let alone a weekly, you're doing a great job. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people are constantly in that position of vulnerability, and it puts them in overwhelm. And what I heard you describe is that vulnerable feeling of uh, incompetence and... Imagine either one of these environments where you have no emotion because you're in control of it at all times because you don't want to look vulnerable, and yet in the other uh, organizational group, the opposite, right? You have so much going on that you become overwhelmed with the result of feeling incompetent because you are vulnerable. So it, it is a really important time in our lives, no matter what role we're in, to understand how emotions can right. create our ability to be effective and successful on the job or to shut down and go into just robot mode and look like we're doing something. So we're going to take a quick break. Please come right back, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Dr. Relly Nadler, and we're discussing our new book, Emotional Brilliance, Living a Fearless Life, and we have so much more to share. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. 
Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. Kathy and I are talking about our new book, Emotional Brilliance. And Kathy, before the uh, the break, you were talking about the kind of distinction, you know, that we both have different viewpoints on who we're working with, the people in the military and, and law enforcement. For me, people in, in you know, a variety of different organizations, um, maybe not on the fire line as much. But what's interesting is that vulnerability, and I think what I see it happens the tendency of these individuals having to rely on their boss, rely on their peers, rely on their people that they supervise. Um, so it's out of their hands, and that's where this vulnerability and, and re- it's in relationship. And that's why I, you know this emotional intelligence and being you demonstrate it in the moment. And knowing more about yourself and the self awareness is gonna is very helpful. And one of the things I think is only gonna get worse is we have now outsourced our thinking. You know, everybody has a smartphone, and now we have smart cars, and pretty soon everybody's going to have a smart home. And we all know when you're talking with someone, if we don't know the answer, they go, oh, let me ask Siri, or let me, you know, ask Alexa. So we take all these shortcuts, and people aren't thinking that much. And, And one of the things that we know from Daniel Kahneman, who wrote Thinking Fast and Slow, we don't like to think slow. We are basically intellectually lazy. And this is what he says. It's only going to get worse. So the value of coaching, the value of understanding your emotions, the value of reflecting, all that is knowledge that you can bring to the moment. And, and to not take the shortcut and not be on autopilot and because we're all on autopilot. So how do you really slow down enough know about yourself, know about others, so that what you pick and choose from your reactions or actions versus reactions are just the right ones. And we know, you know, that why we're focused on emotions 
it impacts your attention and your memory and learning. If you're kind of stressed out, you're not going to be able to uh, learn as much. But critically, decision-making and judgment. And Kathy, that's where we are helping uh, leaders and executives around decision-making and judgment. We all think we're rational and objective, but really we're subjective. And, and so our emotions and knowing about our emotions um, bring this knowledge set to the moment. And if you're not aware of how that knowledge came or what's appropriate, many times we end up making uh, bad decisions or something comes out of our mouth in relationships and we have a poor relationships and it affects our health. Some of the things that we know is these days, 40% of workers report that their job was very, uh, very or extremely stressful. 80% of workers feel stress on the job. Nearly half of them say they need help in learning how to manage stress. 42% say their coworkers need help. So really this emotional brilliance and knowing about yourself is one of the key things that's uh, so important. And one of the things... Well, about- and that's... I mean, I agree with everything you're saying, and that's why it's so important for people to pay attention to coaching and the importance of coaching because everyone, no matter how good they are at their job or their role, whether it's being a parent or uh, being an executive or being a team member, regardless of that environment, none of us, or maybe I should say very few of us have a thinking partner. Mm -hmm. Uh, We don't realize the importance of slowing down, uh, of of asking the questions that are necessary because we're all doing and we're not being, we're not reflecting. And it's in reflection in our own experiences or in the sharing of experiences that we can pass along those reflections and create better strategies, make better decisions, look at alternatives that we didn't know were available. Because when you are in that Kahneman fast thinking mode, you are bypassing any information coming into the system and only relying on information that has already been captured by the system. So that intellectual laziness, as you called it, those shortcuts, mm-hmm. they're going to win out, but they won't be winning formulas for us as human beings. They will trap us. And in all my books on the science of happiness, those happiness traps are illusions because they get us to a goalpost or an ending, but then all of a sudden reality sets in and we recognize that there's something missing or something doesn't feel right and that happiness can't be sustained. And it's only going to come, as you said, from recognizing emotional influence in our lives, paying attention um, you know, getting those kinds of relationships and the quality of relationships in our lives that matter. And as you said, uh, understanding how we are going to play out those behaviors 
in the workplace and at home with our loved ones and with our friends. So it's so important that we really understand uh, our emotions. And as we've been saying since the beginning of the show, you know, emotional brilliance is about responding in the moment effectively. It's about that emotional response that is the best response in the moment. Yeah. And to kind of give a little definition of emotion, one of the last shows we've, we've talked about that, but an emotion is your brain's creation of what your body sensations mean in relation to what is going on around you in the world. So you get a sensation, and then we interpret that sensation, and that's one of the distinctions between an emotion is kind of what you're experiencing, and then when we actually put a label or uh, interpret it, then that's a feeling. Um, One of the definitions that we have, we know the brain typically instigates and the body arousals that accompanying emotions. Another definition from Antonio Damasio, a neuroscience professor from University of Southern California, feelings are the mental experiences of body states. Let me say that again. Feelings are the mental experiences of body states which arise as the brain interprets emotions themselves physical states arising from the body's response. And so that's where a lot of this automaticity comes in that we kind of go back and we label it. And many times we have what may be uh, a prediction error. Lisa Barrett uses that term. So this goes to our decision-making. So so stay there for one minute, really, because this is important. Because I want all of our listeners uh, to understand this nuance. So a lot of people will ask us, and I'm sure you'll um, <laughs> you'll resonate with this right away. It'll it'll remind you of lots of experiences. People, you know, after our talks or after a program that we do, uh, whether it's virtual or in person, will come up to me and they'll say, "Where are feelings in the brain?" And this is a very difficult concept for right. anyone to absorb. Okay, so I want to make sure that our audience understands this. What you just said is so important because feelings do not reside in the brain. Feelings reside in the body. It's the impact either through the optic nerve or the verbal assault. You know, one of the statistics, uh, which we'll talk about, Obviously, in our book, in which you um, you may have grazed uh, in the in the discussion we just had. So you were saying that eighty percent of workers, um, or forty percent of workers, report their job was very extremely stressful. Interesting data point: nine percent are aware of an assault or violent act in their workplace, and eighteen percent had experienced some sort of threat or verbal intimidation in the past year. And this is consistent with data across all job roles, both in uh, military and law enforcement and in the public domain. And if we think about it, we have broadened very much so our definition of um, assault, 
There's emotional assault and physical assault. There's emotional abuse and physical abuse. So when we think about where feelings are, they are not in the brain. They're in the body. Mm-hmm. And as you and I have both said many times, there are receptors in the brain that will respond to pain. And that pain can be physical or it can be emotional. And those receptors can't tell the difference between something that's physical or emotional. But it triggers the same release of hormones or chemicals in the brain. They're released into the spinal cord. And it's the spinal cord or the body that reacts to those feelings that the brain is creating as a result of those chemicals washing into the body. Right. So it's, imp- right. it's so important it's- for our audience to understand that connection in an effort to be able to control or remediate whatever emotions you're feeling. Yeah, that's so important, Kathy. And that sense of is the interpretations we're making. And, and then the point you brought up was really good, that physical pain and emotional pain or emotional rejection reside in the same place in the brain. And so physical pain, we end up staying off the injured, injured uh, foot or, or hand, whatever it is. But emotional pain, we replay. And so we replay it over and over. And then I'll give you this last thought and we'll go to our break. And so we replay the negative over and over. And often we are now re-injuring ourselves because we're ruminating on what went wrong. And, and from some of the research, we interviewed uh, Andrew Newberg and his co-author Mark Waldman in Words Can Change Your Brain. If you ruminate on a negative thoughts and feelings for five to ten minutes, only five to ten minutes, those chemicals begin to destroy the memory and emotional regulation centers, and that leads to the hijack. So not being aware of what you're thinking or replaying the injury over and over now is affecting your performance. And so we'll come back to this. You're listening to Leadership Development News, Mm -hmm. and we'll be right back. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. 
the business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back. We're talking about emotional brilliance. And when we went to the break, uh, Relly Nadler was just saying, if you ruminate on negative thoughts and feelings for as little as five to ten minutes, those chemical reactions in the brain as a result of those negative thoughts and feelings begin to destroy the memory and emotional regulation centers in your brain. That is so important for all of us to understand because we're actually, as Relly likes to say, on our case instead of on our side. And what we want to do in this year's program is help everyone who's listening absolutely be on your side. So, Relly, as we go into uh, this final discussion segment for this show... Let's talk about what is an emotion. Um, you know, we covered some of this in the last podcast, but um, let's talk a little bit about what is an emotion, uh, where, does it, where does it come from, and how do we create these emotions and the bodily sensations that result so that we can learn how to better navigate them. And as we've said in our short definition of emotional brilliance for living a fearless life, it's having the right emotion in the right moment, the right emotion in the right moment. Yeah. Well, some of this, and just that we make that distinction of an emotion, um, you know, is, is in the body. So there's a sensation. And when we have the sensation, we interpret that. And the interpretation is in the brain. So it starts in the body. We interpret that, and we, if we use a definition from uh, Lisa Feldman Barrett, who wrote How Emotions Are Made, in every waking hour moment, every waking hour and every moment, your brain uses past experiences organized as concepts to guide your actions, drive sensations. So we are, con- we are a prediction machine, and so we have these emotions in the body, and we're predicting, okay, what does that mean? Where to come from? Where do I have to do? You know, because it wants to get in front of it. And when this prediction uh, comes out, often they may be old. Often they may be outdated. Often they may be not effective. So, Kathy, our focus is around in the emotion. Sometimes you have to be aware that, hey, this worked 10 years ago. This no longer works now. I'm smarter, and how do I become more fluent and maybe get a better prediction about what's going on so I have a more accurate response than the old response. And so that's now, a lot of that's what we're very, trying to do. Yeah, that's very interesting. Now, so on the other side of prediction, prediction meaning 
the possible negative outcome. Yeah. Okay? Many scientists say that human beings are anticipation machines. In fact, using anticipation as a positive, like we anticipate what we're going to have for dinner. We anticipate... Uh, going to uh, a new place on vacation or a place we've been on vacation that we've enjoyed. We anticipate meeting a new client, uh, meeting a new coachee, uh, meeting a new coach, for example. So it's fascinating as you're talking, we can, we seem to put the word prediction in the negative context of an emotion that didn't work or a situation that created an emotion that didn't work, but yet we anticipate yeah. a positive outcome right. when we're reflecting on things that are either unknown to us or things that we like to do. Now, isn't that an interesting corollary? Yeah, I think, you know, whether it's prediction or anticipation, it's the brain is getting in front of what's going exactly. on. And if you think, if you think, Kathy... Why is mindfulness so important? It's almost saying, okay, let's not be in the future. Let's come back. And we'll, as we talk more, we'll, we'll be talking more about, you know, how do you manage emotions and all that. But right now we're still on the front side of understanding them. And so mindfulness mm-hmm. is a way to say, well, let me just be in the moment because if I don't consciously do that, my brain is all over the place out of safety out of anticipation, out of joy, out of moving away from fear or hurt. And so almost as an antidote, how do we stay in the moment? It really does slow the brain down because it's, it's all over the place. Well, th- this is something that we're going to be continuing to talk about and discuss in our shows this year. And I think... You know, looking at this archaeology of the mind and the neuroevolutionary origins of of human emotional states is so important. So we're going to talk more about knowing the brain, um, how each of us typically uh, instigates our own body and how we arouse that body and the accompanying emotions that we can choose to display. And... uh, I want to thank our audience for continuing uh, over the past decade and this new decade that we're going into being with us and sharing uh, our excitement for social and emotional intelligence. And uh, thank you, Relly, for being my partner in this. And I hope that as we move forward and we introduce some guests this year, that we'll also be providing our audience with some really usable information. So if you want to get in touch with me, it's drkathygreenberg.com, D-R-C-A-T-H-Y-G-R-E-E-N-B-E-R-G.com. You want to get in touch with Relly, it's D-R-R-E-L-L-Y-N-A-D-L-E-R. And uh, we are very, very excited to continue to hear from you, support you, and don't forget please come back and tune in to tune up your emotional and social intelligence. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. 
Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel. 